Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1360, air date November 17th, 2023. From Spain, in Spanish, we now shift radically to English. We're going to start with Dr. Shiva. We're going to, um, he's, he's going to be running for president. He's going to be running for president of the United States. And uh, for those of you who don't know uh, Dr. Shiva, he's an Indian American engineer. He's a politician, entrepreneur, businessman, obviously anti-vaccine activist. And he's great. I've been following him for uh, loads of uh, years. And he's great. Uh, he's on the other side now. I think he's in Massachusetts or probably the eastern United States. Uh, let's see and say uh, big, big hack, cosmic hack, and welcome to... How are you doing? Oh, I cannot hear you. you. You're on mute or something. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hang on. Ah, I have another unmute mic. I have two of you here. I have John, Dr. Shiva, and one. Test. Can you say uh, Now, yeah. Now I can okay. hear you. Speak louder. I'm doing good. How are you? I see you. You look, you look yeah. handsome, man. I like that new beer look thing. All right. So you look you look awesome. You look awesome. Uh, looking forward to um, talking talking with you. Um, hey, listen, I, I plan an hour, 60 minutes, 50 minutes, more or less. But if you have to dash before time or something. Say, no, that's hey, good. I, I was go. late, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I think we set the topic no really to talk about, I think, the immune system, you know, this whole, you know, why it's important to discuss that. And I yeah, think how everything is started. How yeah. Everything, how, how everything is started because uh, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, they coordinated to unleash this this COVID uh, pandemic farce during the election year, and this was fortified um, and they fortified the election with mailing ballots and internet algorithm rigging and all the stuff censorship. And then they ban also the sitting president of the United States from all social media. You know, I I I'm not I'm not for uh, Trump or anyone like like that. And then they the unleash all this tyranny, and it's happening across the West. So uh, what, what Dr. Shiva Yadurai uh, is going to say is very important for those of you that you still believe in viruses and unicorns and dragons going in the water, going around in the soil, and then getting into your uh, body and stuff like that, uh, that I don't believe, because most, most of the people, they have my books, and, and you know, I'm, I'm a total you know, virus, even bacteria denier. I don't believe bacteria even exist. So, uh, or pathogens or whatever. So I'm, I'm very radical about this. Well, I think many things don't exist, even ourselves. I mean, I'm transcendentalist, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, towards the Hindu actually. And because you're, uh, you're Indian from origin, um, all this, this Lila Maya kind of, uh, you know, uh, hide and seek universe, you know, uh, that the universe is, it's actually a joyous thing. So it's a philosophical concept. That's how I, I perceive things. So I'm a happy man here, whether I, you know, I have to uh, face good or evil or whatever, you know. I just want to leave the experience. But that's my philosophy. So maybe Dr. Shiva has something else to enlighten us, being an engineer from MIT and, and all this stuff. Because you, you actually graduated from MIT uh, long ago, and you invented email too, right, uh, Dr. Shiva? It did, and the invention of email was not done by the military. It was done in a medical school, believe it or not, where yeah, yeah, I was working to help 
you know, in a civilian environment, secretaries who are using the old fashioned inner office mail system, you know, the inbox, outbox folders, they would write these things on a typewriter. It was a very complex system. And taking that entire system, Colin, and putting it into the electronic form. So these women um, could go from the typewriter to the keyboard. That's email. You know, it's not the simple exchange of text messages. So that's what I did as a 14 year old kid because, and I was working in a medical school. So email actually came out of an environment that was working on preserving life, not uh, out of an environment that was about killing people. So the false narrative is that tech, you know, technologies all come out of war and death. Or uh, uh, military, the iPhone, military, the email, which, is actually, the... which is actually one of the biggest lies. Uh, innovation comes out, innovation is in everyone's DNA. Innovation mm -hmm. can occur anytime, any place by anybody. And as someone who's been inventing and creating things all my life, I know this and many of the other, probably every other presidential candidate running, or for that matter, people associated with the government always want to push the false narrative that you fund the military and you should be so grateful that you get Velcro or Tang, by the way, which also didn't come out of the military, you know? So innovation comes from actually people, everyday people looking at a problem, finding a solution and delivering it, right? That's where great uh, innovation comes from. But yeah, so I like created and, and phone, right? Even even TV by John Logibier, he was he was wanting to to actually see his mom on TV or something, his spirits. Well, it was done by Philo Farnsworth. Philo Farnsworth was very much like me, a fourteen year old kid who was working on a farm, and he watched how the cows, you know, used to go back and yeah. forth, and he used that model to create TV. Um, it was RCA who stole it from him, uh, just like me. You know, I at the time had the actual US copyright, which uh, was the equivalent of a patent in those days, because there's no ways to use uh, copyright to protect software. Philo Farnsworth had a formal patent for the device that he created. RCA stole it from him and started producing it. It took him many, many years to win that in a federal lawsuit. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think these stories are important because it comes back to who is actually creating things and who is stealing other people's credit uh, to give the illusion that innovation must come from top down, Colin, or liberation comes from top down, right? So that's what really the core is, whether you look at innovation or fighting for freedom, the truth is that all great things always come from below, from everyday people organizing things from below. Mm -hmm. uh, because the civil society can organize themselves. Me being like a libertarian anarchist, I'm not very pro-government, Yeah, though I support people even running for president that they go uh, you know against the government or demonstrations whatever that actually hurts the government and the political power you know whether it's uh, for profit control or or power you know per se um um i, I like these ideas that you have you you also have yeah, like I, I mean what one of the key ideas here look um there have been many many uh, attempts over many hundreds of years um, and by the way, everyone watching, that's a, a video that everyone should go see. You can go to shatter, S-H-A-T-T-E-R, shatterthesworm.com, and you'll see a very powerful video which really explains to you who the enemy is from an engineering systems perspective. But the key thing to understand is that if you look at libertarianism, right, uh, quote-unquote Marxism, classical liberalism, all of these ideas were uh, put forward by people who are attempting to look at the world and trying to understand how you create change, right? Mm -hmm. And, but most of these ideas about change 
Colin really came from philosophy, right? Philosophical ideas. And many of them were theories. They weren't really rooted in anything physical, right? They were ideas that people had. Um, the, the approach that I've taken is you can't discount all of those people. They all attempted to do something good. Mm-hmm. Maybe they made certain uh, 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 progress, but they were all inaccurate um, because they didn't have an engineering systems understanding. By the way, it's not their fault. A lot of that understanding of how the universe operated from a systems perspective really didn't come into being until the eight, early 1900s and then by the 1950s. So you have all these people in the 1700s, 1800s who are trying to figure out the world, right? And they come up with these theoretical ideas. Um, but it was only in the ni- late 1900s and early 1950s that we came to understand the concept of system science. So system science is actually founded in thermodynamic uh, understanding, right, on the concept of how things move, transport, how energy and information matter go from one form to another, called the process of conversion, how the nature, how nature has structure, right, different kinds of structural components. Mm-hmm. And these now give us a much deeper, profound understanding, which can be applied not on, only to the natural world, but also to understand politics, to understand health, everything. And so my work as a scientist, as an engineer, more as an engineer, has been to understand these principles, which because these principles are invariant. It is these principles which have given us the ability to create airplanes. These principles helped us create, you know, wireless communication like the cell phone. Um, And it is these principles upon which I discovered the fundamental foundational principles, how you create movements, you know, structural ways society can be organized. Um, And one of the central features which may uh, align, but takes it, in my view, uh, better than anarcho-syndicalism or libertarianism is a concept of self-organizing systems. But this comes out of general systems theory. So I invite all of our libertarian friends out there to, you know, learn this because uh, libertarianism in some ways or anarcho-syndicalism is in some ways an oxymoron because you want to be an anarcho-syndicalist, which is basically a disorganization, but you have to organize to be disorganized, right? Now, science resolves that because what what it reveals is that Um, If you take a complex system, systems can go from one phase to another phase of operation. A simple example is you have an ice cube under certain conditions, right? The ice will melt. And under Mm -hmm. other conditions at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, the water, the liquid will go to a gaseous stage. You see, these are three different fundamental systems. Um, So if you have a society which is based on monopoly capitalism or imperialism, as we have today, and which serves the 0.0000001%, not the 8, 8 billion people, and you want to change that to be, let's say, more truth, more freedom, more health for more people, how do you do that? So that's where some people say, well, you take a fascist approach, you take a liberal approach, you take a quote-unquote a bourgeois democratic approach. But ultimately, if, if we really look at engineering system science, what is revealed is, um, just like um, you know, a, a swarm of birds have their own particular motion, but individually they may make a, a decision, but a emergent property comes out. Similarly, exactly. um, if you look at a collective of human beings or society, when a finite set of those people start to move, okay, in consciousness, 
they start realizing, wait a minute, as this diagram has up here, that I understand now there's a finite set of people who are using the knowledge of systems to input into me, society, false understanding, push upon me, fake heroes, fake idols, be it Trump, Booby Kennedy, you know, left wing, right wing people, that these people are coming from above and they have no interest in my liberation. Once you understand this dynamic and you that self-reflection raises people's consciousness to use those principles to look and solve problems beyond left and right. And that is what my run for president, that is what our movement, Truth, Freedom, Health is doing. We are, you know, about a half a billion people know about our movement, right? Over half a million people now have been educated in 120 countries to understand the systems dynamic. And it's quite powerful, but it's not, it's better than a gun, right? It's you're raising people's consciousness. And once people understand this, it becomes very, very potent to creating significant change on the planet. Because what it does is an individual now has to let go of thinking things come from above or let go of thinking things just happen chaotically, right? In a disorganized anarcho syndicate, the other extreme, that things actually occur in the realm of an individual raising their consciousness, understanding these dynamics. And when enough people do it, no different than a complex system, you have a phase transition and that system changes. So what we are doing, or my work has been all about how do you make that phase transition take place? So, um, and that leads to, I believe what I've uncovered is a whole different way of thinking, uh, a whole huh? different way of politics. And I call it truth, freedom, health. And why do I call it that? Yeah. Truth, freedom, health. Because truth, freedom, health are three words which reflect these fundamental systems principles, conversion, transport, and storage. And if people go to truthfreedomhealth.com, it is actually a system unto itself. It's a system of education. It's a community. It's knowledge. It's uh, technology. And it is this force that I believe is the only force. If there was something else, I wouldn't be doing this. That can fundamentally change the world individually and collectively. And you can use this knowledge of systems um, to heal your own body. You can use it to understand political systems, societies, relationships, everything, because everything in the universe is a system, Colin. And so, you know, our run for president is quite disruptive, as you can see, because we are not taking a left, right, or for quote unquote, a fake independent position. What we are taking is an approach to teach, teaching people the intersection of truth, freedom, and health. Without freedom, the ability to move freely, right, speak freely, uh, think freely, you cannot have real great science. You can't innovate because innovation and great science comes from putting all sorts of ideas out there in the open market of ideas and through the scientific method or through real competition, the best survive. Well, today we don't have real competition anymore in the field of innovation. It's whoever gets a bunch of money from some venture capitalists or private equity because they're in their network. Those innovations are out there. And I would argue Twitter, Facebook, these aren't really innovations, right? Um, and then in the field of science, the scientific method is no longer followed. The scientific method means you look at the world, you make a hypothesis, right? And then based on that hypothesis, you get go gather data and your da data should match the models of what you're talking about, right? 
And if they don't mm -hmm. match, you have to go back to the drawing board. You're wrong. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how good looking you are, um, what family you come from, it's just wrong. But what's happened now is there's been the subversion of science and innovation at a deeply fundamental level. Um, the scientific institutions are corrupt. The greatest, best minds don't get in there. It's who can uh, bring in money based on their network and their ability to manipulate people. So that's where we're at. So we don't. So without science, we don't get to truth. But with freedom, and with the ability to really do the scientific method, we get to truth. And when you have freedom and truth, then something else emerges: health, economic health, financial health, um, infrastructure health, and then health which is a structural part of any type of system, you know, healthy structures, you can now pursue freedom and truth. So truth, freedom, health is literally founded on the scientific principles of system science, Colin. And mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it requires a little bit of time to learn. We've made it very easy, right? You can't be lazy, um, but we're not here to convince everyone. Some people will just absorb this and learn it intuitively. Others, we want people to go through the truth, freedom, health training because they're becoming leaders now all over the world. Mm -hmm. And that is what I mean, a phase transition occurs. So if you look on social media over the last three years, when I had to do the dirty job of exposing Trump, right? I lost 20% of my followers. But now mm -hmm. people are saying, wait a minute, his deeds don't match his actions. What did he actually do? He talked a lot of stuff, drained the swamp, but he brought in the swamp, right? <laughs> Who does he really work for? Well, he's a Zionist hoodlum himself, okay? He's exactly. an actor. He's a fake businessman. He doesn't really have everything he's done has been, you know, being on the phone and acting like he's a businessman, right? So people start putting these things together and they start realizing that he wouldn't exist if it wasn't for his father giving him $200 million, right? Uh, of assets, right? So people start putting pieces together and they start recognizing the only way forward is for us to recognize that among the 8 billion of us, why don't we choose leaders among us? Why are we looking above to think the people above with golden plated toilets like Trump has? And he may be a nice guy. I've met with him many times. You know, nice fellow, right? But that doesn't mean he has any type of understanding of anything I'm talking about, right? For him, it's all about messaging and messaging and messaging. How do you manipulate people to get into office, raise money, messaging, raising money? So. Um, it's very important for people to recognize that we need a bottoms up movement to shatter the swarm, as I call it. And it is this bottoms up movement that is going to lead to li true liberation. There's You can't compromise on it. There's no shortcut. So people keep thinking every two to four years, they're going to vote somebody in. Right. Um, you know, my running for president gives people the opportunity to build a movement, to get on the ground, communicate with other people. You say. Um, learn these principles. And to the extent that someone like me who's an outsider, who's probably the most qualified for this job and really can serve people, which the establishment doesn't want, the only way someone like me would ever get in is with a movement, with a very conscious movement. And that's what this is about. But the knowledge of systems, which we teach at truthfreedomhealth.com, is the only way for people to do this. Otherwise, people will be misled. One day they'll follow Obama, then they'll follow Bernie Sanders, and they'll follow Trump. Then they'll follow XYZ, X, and they're just like political prostitutes jumping from one bread bed to another. Yeah, because people, I think, in, because government, you know, um, they always come up with with uh, tactics and you know and stratagems 
in which you know they 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 convince people that they need something you know it's like before we didn't have iphones or computer or whatever and we're just very happy and nappy like going to to make a call from a phone booth or something it was simple life was simple and now we're just like so worried and we have no life now with the iphone it's like everything through the iphone the messaging the twitter the facebook the whatever you know this is just like maybe life comes back in the future or something and you know everything is, is fast is rush uh, news uh, everything so um i think life is simpler than that and government tries to 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 push this onto onto people like you're saying and, and people in the end they're very simplistic it's like uh i need to put like food in my fridge you know and i have um dr shiva not not to be against you i'm just like trying to to see it from the point of view of uh the average american citizen or something you know he's trying to bring some very scientific intelligent method here to just make me you know people they, they live on this easy thing where they go down to the supermarket and they just want to get you know well the simple message meat, for fish. people want the simple message is truth freedom health you see this is a simple message go ahead so that's a simple message right so we made it very simple now you can go very deep and understand what is truth freedom health but the fundamental message is truth freedom health which is what it, what i believe every Amer uh, human being wants colin no, not not every american I, I would like that i'm, well, I'm open well, to i that, think you know? i think most people want truth they want to know what's real how do you discern what's real they want freedom and they want health now those people who do not want it that's fine they don't need to be part of this right but those people who do want it like for example you know recently when it came to israel 52% of Americans do not want to send weapons to Israel. 65% of young people below the age of 30 do not want to send weapons to Israel. But 97% of the United States Congress voted for that. Of course. All right, so there is like no the Iraq war. He didn't even throw even, right. even didn't go through Congress and they just attack Iraq or invade Right. So there, we, we don't have we have what I call bourgeois democracy. Democracy for the elites. Um, and to the extent they give democracy to the masses, it's when it's convenient for them to keep them, you know, entertained, right? So that's what we live in right now. But the huge opportunities, because our movement exists and what we've done, the hard work we've done, um, there's not only an awakening, but we're winning over masses and millions and millions of people because people are recognizing, wait a minute, this guy, Dr. Shiva, is who is one of us. He's a real deal. And for so long, people have been screwed over by not only the obvious establishment, Colin, but what I call the not so obvious establishment. So if you look at the Republican elections recently or the, their debate, you have every freaking moron who's saying whatever the people want to hear. They actually went and found another brown faced guy like me That's right. to confuse people. Right. And the guy's a complete crook, a complete fraud. They have Robert Booby fucking Kennedy, who steals all of our material. Literally, you know, our slogan is declare your independence from 2018. So he steals that. But, so but he's not, they, he's not, uh, sorry, excuse me. He's not anti-vaccine. He's like, he wants to put, safe uh, to take the preservatives out of the vaccines, but he, he does not deny viruses or anything. No, no. So, so yeah, so he's into, so he, he, both of his uncles were, and including himself, they do not fundamentally want to change the structural aspect of why is the government involved in putting anything into your body, okay? So 1962, um, and this is what we should talk about. There, There is a 
based on a model of the immune system, right? A 1915 mm -hmm. model, they said that we need to pass laws so we can mandate vaccination of people, all right? Mm -hmm. That's what they did. Yeah, so that slogan, declare your independence, is our slogan that he stole, okay? This guy's a complete douchebag, Kennedy, okay? Um, <laughs> he comes from an organized crime family. He's an organized criminal, okay? Um, he is involved in supporting an organized crime model of Big Pharma, which manipulated government to say that it's okay that the government can put something into your body, jab something. And that was the 1962 Vaccination Act, the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act, okay? Mm -hmm. And the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act, Act passed by John Kennedy um, was based on a very, very flawed understanding of the human immune system. But it basically said, if I can share, can I share my screen here, Colin? Of course. So. That understanding of the immune system was based on this very, very flawed understanding of the immune system, which basically had two boxes, which said a pathogen comes into you, affects your innate immune system, which is your eyes, your nose, your ears, your mucous membranes, right? And that will result in your body trying to take out that pathogen. And eventually, your body will react by creating an antibody. And the thesis in this two-box model of the immune system is if we give a vaccine, we'll talk about what a vaccine is. A vaccine is a version of the natural, quote-unquote, pathogen, which you expose, your body will produce antibodies, and voila, you have immunity, okay? Now, mm -hmm. this model, this two-box model of the immune system was based on a 1915, oops, where are you? 1915 understanding of the immune system. And based on that, John Kennedy, who was a reckless individual, by the way, who comes from an organized crime family, um, passed the 1962 Vaccination Act. And that act, Colin, what it said was that we need to create mandates, right? At every state level on vaccination of children, adults. And that resulted in many, many more bigger government they created all these corrupt government institutions to enable at the federal level, at the state level, to jab people, right? So think about what I'm saying, right? That was done by his uncle, John F. Kennedy. Not a nice guy, but they built all this great PR, Camelot, as though he's royalty. Ooh, he was fighting the CIA. Ooh, you know, he was shot because he wanted to go against the military industrial complex. Uh, he was against the Vietnam War, all of which are false. You know, he was fully in support of the Vietnam War. Even a few weeks before he died, he gave a big speech, which is why we should escalate the war in Vietnam. So everyone needs to understand a lot of this is just myth to create the, the ethos that the Kennedys are somehow fighting for people. It was John Kennedy who escalated the war in Vietnam, who brought in the warmonger Henry Kissinger. Um, who created Henry Kissinger, Nobel Peace Prize for bombing. Yeah, Nobel, but he's the one who created the domino theory, right? But that was all done by John Kennedy, who believed in U.S. imperialism, that we should fly young kids, 18, uh, you know, mainly poor black and poor white kids to go kill some poor yellow people halfway around the world, which mm -hmm. devastated a whole generation. John fucking Kennedy, JFK. That's what the F stands for. OK. And then his other brother, Robert F. Kennedy. Um, and you can see there's a famous speech on the floor of the Senate. He also called for further escalation of the war in Vietnam along with Lyndon Johnson. 
but yet they created this thing. Oh, you know, he was a, he was a peacenik. Bullshit. These are all just pure uh, mythologies that they've created, really mythologies. Mm -hmm. When if you look at the history of the Kennedys, Joe Kennedy, the father, was an organized criminal. Um, he wanted to get his sons to be president. He stole elections. You know, it's a very good movie called Nixon. Everyone should watch it. In the election, mm -hmm. Spiro Agnew, when Nixon loses to Kennedy, says, you know, Dick, as they call Richard Nixon, Dick, you know, they stole the election from you fair and square. Okay? So um, quite fascinating, right? So um, when you really unravel all of this, um, it was the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act that resulted in many, many people getting injured from these vaccines. And, and between 1962 and 1986, those 24 years, there were many, many lawsuits being filed in federal and state co courts, Colin, by parents, by people, okay? And Big Pharma did not like this. So what did they do? They got the Kennedys involved, okay? Ted Kennedy, who was a senator in, from Massachusetts, who actually killed a woman here, got away with it because of his father's influence. Oh, and really? Ted Kennedy, I didn't know that. Yeah, everyone should know this. It's called Chappaquiddick. There was a movie made about this. Now, this guy was a drunken bum. If you or I were him, we would we'd be in jail. But because of that organized crime family support, yeah. Ted Kennedy then um, kills a woman, gets away with the, uh, the murder, right, and gets to become senator. And what does he do as senator? He's the one who sponsored, was a co-sponsor of the bill to protect, Colin, all the pharmaceutical companies and that was a national vaccine injury program, okay, mm -hmm. which basically created more government. So like John Kennedy created all these corrupt institutions, that bill, National Vaccine Injury Program, created more government, which basically said if you want to sue the uh, big pharma companies, you can no longer sue them. Think about that. They indemnified all the big pharma companies from vaccine lawsuits. And they said if you want to sue them, you have to go to a, a different court under the executive branch, okay? So that's what was done by Ted Kennedy. All right, you got the history here? And then yeah, yeah. you have this it's other fool, booby fucking Kennedy, who fly, and by the way, there's a, a very good article that came out on, you know, I don't care for the New York Times, but it basically shows how he does all these nonprofit things, but that's a way that he makes tens of millions of dollars, Colin, okay? It's a money-making scheme for him. And uh -huh. so, when Booby, as I call him, B-O-O-B-Y, Effing Kennedy gets involved in this, he doesn't know shit about any of this stuff. He was taught this stuff by an infiltrator by the name of Mark Blacksell, okay, who's a big pharma consultant. Everyone should go study this. So suddenly, mm -hmm. the safe vaccines is a new money-making enterprise, right? So if you go re reveal, if I go to rfkexposed.com, um, let me play this for you. Okay, can I do this here? Yeah. So I created a site because as I was getting involved in this medical freedom movement, I found that this guy Kennedy was full of shit. Okay. He actually, and a lot of all these mothers, all these women give him money, but this is what he said. Let me share this with you. Okay. He sh says that he believes, okay, in the full vaccination of all Americans. Okay. Can you see this? I want to say emphatically, I am pro-vaccine. I've been fiercely pro-vaccine. I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage policies, full vaccination of all Americans. So let me play this. Here we go. 
Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I, I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Play that again. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe my God. policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Okay, so I had to find this, okay, Colin? And all these people, this is in early 2020, who are thinking that he's a savior. I said, wait a minute. He says he's for full vaccination. He vaccinated all his kids. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times, who's a pro-vaccine. Three, yeah. three times. And then in 2020, he came to Massachusetts and endorsed his own nephew, who wanted to vaccinate every child, every woman, man, and child. And then in 2022, in his own house, before you could go in, you have to be vaccinated by the mRNA vaccine, all right? Now, when you share these facts, these people who are so confused by the Kennedy cult, who murders people, right, do, can do whatever they want. Ooh, Bobby, Bobby, as though he's his friend. So I had to do the dirty work, all right? And yeah, there you go, right? So he endorses Hillary Clinton three times, not once, and Hillary Clinton is pro-Monsanto, pro-genetically engineered food, all this stuff. All right. So when you look at this situation, he wants safe vaccines. What does safe vaccines mean, Colin? What does that mean? That means you're fundamentally that's saying- That's money. That's money. Bullshit. Exactly. And if you look at that video, all of this Kennedy cocksuckers, which is what they are, they said, oh, Dr. Shiva, you didn't let everyone hear the full video. He was going against the CDC and the government. Yeah. That's just a shtick. But at the end of it, he's saying, I'm going to get these horrible, corrupt people to create safe vaccines. Does that make any sense, Colin? You're, no. you're, you're, you're thinking the, the serpents are going to create, quote unquote, safe vaccines. So which means he doesn't fundamentally want to get rid of the 1962 Vaccination Act, which was based on a completely false understanding of the immune system. So you're looking at one of the guys in the world who actually studies the immune system. I have my PhD in this field, right? So when you really unravel this, let me share this. I'm going to go back sure, to this. Sure. Uh, when you really do the science and you really want to practice science, not be just talking nonsense, you find out that the immune system is not just these two boxes. It's actually more complex, right? It involves the interferon system. The interferon system is a very powerful part of our body where our body can produce its own interferons, you see? And it's, it's a middleware. And our body is much more complex. And I presented this one of the big science conferences. We have our own gut microbiome, right? We're not just 6 trillion human cells. We're, you know, whatever you want to call it, a whole bunch of other organisms, microbiome, virome, right? Mm -hmm. And these are just recent findings. So the immune system is the innate and the adaptive interferon. We have the vagus nerve. So bottom line, it's a much more complex system. And the goal of any system in the universe, Colin, any system that's healthy, if we, now we want to really talk about health, right? What is health? What is health? What is the definition of health? It's a very fundamental question. What is, what is your very, definition of health? It's very hard. It depends if you talk about mental health or physical health. Uh, it has, it's all unison, you know, because well, I, I, well, can, I can be t totally healthy, but maybe I'm sad, I'm depressed. 
right. or the other way around. I can be very happy and be sick. I mean, somebody like me, I, I don't care. I never go to the hospital or anything. I just, you know, drink a lot of water. I need heat. I need, you know, the heat of the sun. I need respiration, breathing, you know, like living in California, for example, or in the Bahamas or something like that. Be happy, not necessarily money. I mean, just hunting, perhaps. Uh, I like eating animals. I like eating fruits. I try to look for alkaline diet, not trying to mix a lot with other things. Uh, having a nice wife, uh, nice kids. I mean, it's, it's, it's a plethora of many things, you know, health. It's just like, and yeah, of course. Uh, like, for example, I don't believe in immune system as you guys believe. Like, I see more a military thing from Koch. You know the 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 uh, the biologists, whatever from the Weimar Republic. So I see everything as detox. You know detoxification. You know yeah. Because so, you, you get a lot of toxins from food, from everything, from people, even mentally and whatever, and you might even get sick. M most of the sickness and disease, I guess, is from some toxic environmentally medication, um, and also from food. So if you eat a bad food or something that it has mer mercury or aluminum or whatever. So obviously you're gonna get a bit sick, a flu here and there, but it's nothing, nothing to to be worried about. You you shouldn't be worried about things. You should be worried about, you know, having a fun life. Yeah. So here's I'm, I, I'm positive. By the way, I want to ask you something. Well, are you gonna run on the Republican or Democratic uh, ticket? Are you yeah, gonna run on Republican? Before I go to that, let me just focus on this immune system yeah. thing. Okay. Because people so, were asking me here. Yeah. So we're running as independents. Okay. Um, Independence, but yeah. aren't you going to lose a lot of votes from there? No, no, I'll talk about that. Let me let me get back to that. Let me just go back to this immune system thing. Look, here's the issue. For the the key word is not even immune. The key word is system. So if you look at every system in the universe, Colin, any system, your iPhone, your garden, right, your physical body, your dog, your bridge, a bridge that you're driving over, uh, your home, right, a tree, all of these are systems. One of the things that emerges when you really take study systems is that there's one word, one little word everyone may, may want to write down that defines what is healthy systems. And that mm -hmm. word is something called resilience. R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-C-E. -E -E, resilience. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it is a measure. You can actually measure it. You can quantify it. Okay. You can qualitatively understand it. It is the ability for a system to take a hit and then bounce back. Okay. You take a rubber band, you stretch it, and it comes back to its shape, right? Mm -hmm. That is the definition of health. So um, think about somebody mentally, right? Um, they suffer a, a trauma, right? And they bounce back. That means they're mentally healthy. Does that make sense? Resilience. Yeah. The other uh, example is you go to the weight room, right? You lift weights, right? You feel sore a little bit. Well, if you just give up, oh, my God, my body hurts, you're going to get weaker. But you come back the next day and you lift again. So your body gets stronger. It's the ability of your body to bounce back and actually get stronger. Uh -huh. A tree, a, a wind comes to a tree. If a tree is unhealthy, if it's brittle, it just breaks, right? But if a tree is flexible, it knows to bend, it comes back, okay? So resilience has many fundamental properties. So we want to look at it from an engineering standpoint, because what's happening in the world of health is, frankly, you have the vax, anti-vax crowd, germ theory, no germs, right? Exactly. And frankly, a lot of these people have, and then alkaline, non-alkaline, right? And I've explored all of this, Eastern medicine, Western medicine, right? 
So they create this dialectic, but none of these people, very few of these people have an engineering systems understanding of the body because scientists can bullshit, MDs can lie, new age people can say all sorts of stuff. But what's fundamental with engineers is that you build something, if it doesn't work, it's gonna fall down, okay? So the engineering systems approach makes you a much more honest being because you have to make something, you have to live by the laws of the universe, you can't bullshit people. So resilience is a very fundamental term. It's a very easy to understand term that determines health. So you have a child, when the child is born, child plays in dirt, right? What is actually happening then, Colin? The, the immune system is being primed. You take one child that plays in dirt all day and another child that's put in a bubble. Who do you think is gonna be more resilient? The, the, the child that's putting the sewage in summer and getting all the, the yes. shit water well, yes, from so there. And, you know. Yeah, and the reason is, uh, we don't have to get to the mechanics. So here's a system, it's exposed to all this stuff at a young age. The system um, learns how to recognize those things and it gets stronger, you see? Exactly. Now, there's an extreme case too. If, the, if you put it to too much sewage, the system's always under too much stress and it's like stretching a rubber band too much, it snaps, right? So there's a balance. So if you go to the weight room and you lift weights, you know, and you're constantly exercising, you're gonna tear down muscle tissue, okay? So resilience oh. is the key here. And so I see a lot of people getting, you know, every, uh, you know, when the COVID stuff came out, you know, we called out, we were the first ones to call out Fauci, we called out the masks and all the stuff. And suddenly other grifters came along, oh, there's no germs and there's the germ versus no germs, right? And they made a bunch of money talking about that. Mm -hmm. That discussion doesn't get you anywhere, okay? It just gets you into this other realm of he said, she said. But when you talk about resilience, okay, now we're, we can have a real discussion. Hey, are you a resilient system? What does that mean? Well, I'm gonna sneeze on you, right? And I'm gonna sneeze on that person Who's going to get sick, right? And you start recognizing that resilience is a very important property. The ability to take a exogenous, you know, pressure, right, of some kind, and your body is able to sustain it. Mm -hmm. And this is why in the military, they do something called a boot camp, stress inoculation. You yeah. don't just throw a soldier, oh, okay, I'm going to just send you to the battlefield, right? You inoculate them, it's called stress inoculation. People should look that up. And I do a whole course on this, right? We teach this in our system science. So stress inoculation, you expose someone to something, right? So boot camp, okay, they're exposed to doing push-ups and sit-ups and this and that, da, 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 right? Mm -hmm. um, and so the body gets tuned to it. You can also, if you think about people who grew up in very pristine worlds, they're living in a fairy tale world, they've never had to deal with death or any type of trauma. And then you put them into the real world, they're going to crack. That's not a good thing to do to a kid, right? You want your kids mm -hmm. to face certain level of um, victories and failures. Sports is a good way to do that. You win one game, you lose another game, right? You learn how to deal with that mentally and emotionally. So it is resilience that's the key. And that's what I want to talk to people about. Don't get bamboozled by you know, the first video I did, Colin, um, in 2019 was beyond vax and anti-vax. It's not about vaccines or non-vaccines. It's about recognizing yeah. 
this concept of resilience. Does that make sense? And now it, it does. But but, but uh, I'm just passing you here. If you if you eliminate the threat of unicorns hurting you or dragons, you already know that you shouldn't be worried about that. You, I'm you saying understand what I'm saying. I'm saying that's not the relevant discussion. The relevant no. discussion is: Are you training a system to be resilient? Because uh, apart clearly, from that, yeah, clearly being a good diet, doing sports, have, being yeah. Well, clearly, outdoors. if you have a child, they, they've done this work, right? Clearly, if mm -hmm. you have a child, okay, and um, and, and the, uh, there was a great Finnish study done. They took uh, different families uh, where they had young people, right? Young, the a child basically being born, and up to two to three years old, and they looked at those families. And they looked at three groups, the families who had no pets, the families who had indoor pets, and the families who had pets going in and out, okay, mm -hmm. which means they're bringing in dirt. And they looked at ear infections, which is what a lot of kids get, right, when they're young. Yeah. The family that had the pets going in and out had 70% less ear infection. So there's clearly something going on, right? Yeah. By the fact the dog is bringing in stuff, right? It's exercising the immune system versus the family where nothing is ex being exercised, you see? Now we can talk about the mechanisms of action and the details of that. But the other thing that's happening with this germ, no germ theory is it's a grift because it's a lack of understanding of we don't actually know what the universe is. You follow what I'm saying? Everything mm -hmm. we do, Colin, is a model of the universe. And then those models get refined. So, for example, when um, the concept of the electron or the atom came, right, what mm -hmm. happened then? The, Niels Bohr's model was there was a central nucleus and there was a electron that rotated around it. You remember that? That's what we learned, yeah. in the, right? Well, that was a model. And that's how science progresses. So you look at the world, you gather data and you say, I think, you know, there's a center of an atom and, and then electrons rotate, right? Right. But he could, he couldn't explain why why the electrons were jumping from orbit to orbit. That was right. a challenge. So, so many many years later, they they saw certain data that showed you can explain things. Right. So what did they do? We came up with a statistical mechanics model of the electron, where it's a cloud. Right. It's a probabilistic distribution, and that was able to explain things a little better. You follow? Mm -hmm. So science progresses from you look at the world, you get data, and then you create a mental model. Which and the and the, and the validity of that model, Colin, is its ability to predict things, right? So if a model is good, you should be able to predict stuff. So evidence is reproducible predictions. Now, so in the case of Newton's laws, we were able to predict the motion of objects, right? Uh -huh. Until we found out, wait a minute, when that object moves the speed of light, Newton's laws don't work anymore. So you had to add the Lorentz factor. That's why Einstein was important. Okay. So mm -hmm. what I'm saying is we can't get caught up in the, oh, there's no germs. You know, I've seen people talk about this. Oh, the. There's no electrons. There's no atoms. Don't worry about the. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is it's like you're not saying anything. You're, you're not saying anything because um, you're not saying anything. <laughs> the issue is you look at the world, you come up with a model, and then if your predictions, that model works, your model survives for 100 years until someone finds an exception. Then you better come up with mm -hmm. a different model. You can't just say, oh, that's bad. Well, what's your model, okay? Because So the model, the Niels Bohr model, the electron was wrong, but we replaced it 
with the concept of st st uh, statistical mechanics. Now that got further refined, right? So science always mm -hmm. moves in these states of refinement, but it's hard work, right? So a lot of bullshitters on both sides, you have bullshitters on both sides now. One set of bullshitters are raising money and they don't uh, want to look at the data and build the right models. Another set of people just want to discount all models, right? So this is so this is not the right way. This is why I love engineering because engineers always have to prove what they're saying is true or not. Scientists mm -hmm. can get a bunch of data that can fit a line to a curve, but an engineer has to use that law and he's got to go build a bridge the next day. I got to build a piece of software. If my customers don't like me, something's wrong. I got to fix it. So how do you how do you fit in your head both worlds? The oriental world, the you know, the Hindu world in which you have intuitive knowledge and then suddenly you're I don't know, uh, like toothpaste or something, you know, like yeah, so 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 transporting into into America and all the scientific mechanical model, you know, because you're saying the universe is like a mechanism, you know, some other philosophy. No, 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 no. So, so let, let me let me explain this. You're asking a great question. So that's look, what I'm yeah, I want to so go through there, that. There is the the mechanistic so so you know in my after i finished my phd when i went back to india i was deeply you know i've always been pursuing yoga meditation all these ancient sciences uh -huh. and uh, so i've been in that world fully from a four-year-old kid and then i have all these degrees from mit right from the western world the cool thing is in 2007 i was able to bridge both those worlds colin and i made a very profound discovery i found out that the the principles of engineering system science that come out of control systems engineering there's nine principles okay those mm -hmm. same nine principles matched one to one with the principles of yoga and eastern medicine when you actually lay it out the right way okay and that resolves this conflict there is actually no conflict when you take an engineering systems approach and that is the foundational piece that became the foundation of our movement for truth, freedom, health. When I got back from India, I used to teach a course at MIT called Systems Health. It became one of the most popular courses because we bridged the worlds of Eastern medicine with engineering system science. Most uh -huh. doctors don't study the body as a system. They learn it as organs. Now, the Eastern people, they use all these words like Batha, pitta, kapha, right? Uh -huh, Earth, uh -huh. fire, water. But if you ask them, well, can you explain what that means? Then they go off and they do a lot of hand waving, okay? They can't <laughs> explain the foundational principles. So in 2014, I was able to put all this into a framework. Um, and that framework is quite frankly profound because it bridges the world of Eastern and Western medicine. And I'll show you a quick diagram of it. And it was published in an, I, I didn't publish in a medical journal because they wouldn't get it. I didn't publish it in a, in a, um, let me, uh, I didn't publish it in a alternative medical journal. I published in an engineering systems journal. Okay. So let me show this to you. Um, I'm saying this because mostly, you know, the Zen masters and Brammies and stuff like that. When I was there many years ago, uh, okay. they believe everything like it's a game and there has to be conflict, you know, like, yeah, but, but but let, let, let me whatever they say. I study. You want to eliminate people. conflict, and it's so it's so difficult to eliminate conflict, isn't it? So so what you're seeing here, can you see this paper? Yeah, this sure. Was a foundational paper I did, and what I did in this paper was I said, okay, if you look at any engineering system in the world, okay, any engineering system in the world, 
um, has these components. Okay. You see those components? Yeah. Okay. So blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. There, there. Okay. This is what's so if you, if you look at the thermostat in your home, it has a goal, let's mm -hmm. say, to maintain the temperature of 70 degrees. The controller looks at what the actual temperature is. Okay. It's 60 degrees. Okay. Then a decision mm -hmm. is made to send more fuel, transport more fuel into your furnace, which converts that fuel into heat. You follow? And mm -hmm. the furnace stores, so the heat goes up. And then you may have disturbances like a draft. And you could apply this to anything, your autopilot, your windshield wiper. But this is what's called a control system. But it's got nine principles in here, a goal, a controller, transport, conversion, storage, sensor, disturbance, input, and output. And the simplified version of this is this, okay? You could just have a dumb system. You put in an input, you get an output. But an intelligent mm -hmm. system has these four other inputs. Now, what I uncovered... Um, that no, so this, so in this paper, I explain all the Eastern systems of medicine in their language. Okay, what I uncovered was that the Eastern systems of uh, Indian, or for that matter, any medicine, have the concept of karma. Right? Karma is no. not, and this is why a lot of these gurus don't know what they're talking about. Karma has nothing to do with your past life. Karma is right action. Karma fall is a fruit of action. You see, uh -huh. input and output, vatha, pitta, and kapha are the same as transport, conversion, and storage. And then when you layer it with the Indian yogic science, what I uncovered is a very similar structure, you see? And when you put all this together, Colin, I call it the Rosetta Stone of system science, you see? Here is mm -hmm. a way the Western world, these are the terms, and this is Eastern world. No one has done this before, but look what I've done. I've bridged two different worlds, East and West. So input is karma. The actions you take. Output is a fruit of your action. Transport, conversion, storage are movement, conversion, like movement, you walking, conversion is your digestion, storage is like your skeleton, the thing that sustains you. Okay. Well, this is, you know, uh, you know, this should, you know, it's on the level of a, a significant breakthrough. And this result, this now gives us a foundational way to look at every system in the universe, every system. All right. Mm -hmm. You can understand. So you put together something that is very interesting and you're mixed with, you know, both worlds. Well, it's uh, the same thing. What I'm saying is it's the same nine principles that 40,000 years ago, they called it karma, karma, fall, transport, you know, vatha, pitta, kapha. But you can use this to understand that your body has a homeostasis where it likes to be. Mm -hmm. When it gets disturbed, sure. the goal is to bring it back to disturbance. So the second piece of what I did here, Colin, is... I created a tool which we give to all of our people at Truth Freedom Health, your body, your system. And your body, your system, let me bring this up, allows people on their own time. It's called Be Happy, Be You. So I took all these very complex systems. I had to make it for the consumers. You answer a set of questions, and in this space, of Pith Coffin figures out your body, who you are. Your, your, red, your red dot may be somewhere else. That black dot with a different set of questions finds out how you have moved away from where your where your body likes to be, okay. This is why no one diet works for everyone. No one way of exactly, eating. Exactly, exactly. Okay? Everyone has a different diet. Right. It depends also on the climate and where they live. And this this will calculate that for you, okay? Until you build uh -huh. your intuition, okay? Because most people have lost their intuition. But the black dot is where you are now. How do you bring the black dot to the red dot? We well, can go like this and this. You can go like this and this. Infinite ways. 
this will actually calculate for you the different foods, the different yoga postures, the different exercises mm -hmm. that you can do to bring you back to you. And that is what health is. Health is when you bring your body back to its homeostasis, it takes care of itself. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you see, this is an engineering way to look at the body. It's not... Now, I can teach Ayurveda and Siddha if people get literally within 40 minutes. You don't have to go down to a guru and sleep with him. That was the old model. The master right? of dreams. Well, that, that's what, right? They made it, they made it, ooh, you have to go meditate for 50 years, right? I figured I cracked the code on that, okay? As similar to what I've cracked the code on understanding this concept of engineering system science. So this is why, you know, I am such a threat to the establishment because of I course, actually know course. how to solve yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah. I actually can train other people how to solve problems. You don't have to go to MIT for 20 years. In three hours, I can train anyone to understand these principles. I, every doctor, I put 2,000, 3,000 doctors through that training program because doctors right now, you go to them, it's input output, right? Oh, they're a dumb system. Oh, you have these things. This must be the issue. And now even some of the doctors are becoming new age, functional medicine doctors or integrative doctors. They don't have this fundamental understanding. So the goal is, Hippocrates said, the ultimate goal of life is for you to be your own doctor. He is a fool who is not his own doctor. Now, how do you become your own doctor? You have to have these principles. So that's what I've uncovered. See, it's very powerful. So let the food be your, your, your medicine. Right, but the right food for the right person at the right time. Of course. Okay? If you, if you, so, so that's, that's nice to say, let the food be that medicine. But what is the right food for Colin may not be the right food for me. If I'm it, living... It's, it's not vegan. It's not vegan. I can tell you well, that. Well, I can I tell like you, they're living as an Eskimo, telling the Eskimo, oh, you should eat vegetables all day and juice carrots. Eat a salad. Eat a salad. And they go, they die the next day. Right. Man. So that Eskimo must eat blubber. He must get fatty acids. Now, now take the other alternative. You go to a person living in the Sahara Desert where it's hot and you're sweating. You oh obviously God. would not tell that guy to go eat blubber all day, okay? Yeah. And based on his body type. You see, so we have to understand that the human body is quite resilient. It knows how to adapt. It has evolved to be very, it's a strong system. Otherwise, we wouldn't exist. So this is what's happened with the whole world of health. You have a bunch of morons. Every four years, they print another book. Oh, today, everyone should eat fat. Okay, now we now we just eat an alkaline diet. Tomorrow, everyone eat raw foods. Okay, now let's all just eat meat. And it's all a reductionist model. They're not yeah, seeing yeah, the yeah. system as a whole and helping people figure out. So that tool, for example, helps people build their intuition. So many people don't even know where, what's healthy anymore. They've never experienced a cleansed body. They've never experienced real strength. So until they have that experience, then their intuition can build. If you've been living a shitty lifestyle, you think being 400 pounds overweight, you know, being unhealthy, be, that's, that's normal. That becomes your homeostasis, mm -hmm. which we call allostasis. So you see what I'm talking about here. It's a very different way of understanding, but more importantly, educating people so they're not relying on some guru. They're not relying on some latest fad. And that's where we need to get to, Colin. Like, like Trump, we we got to get him on diet, but not McDonald's diet or ice cream, chocolate, chocolate chip like Biden. Well, <laughs> I guarantee you, if you go to Mar-a-Lago, 
Trump is eating grass-fed meats. He's eating good. Showing him eating burgers all day is for the masses to make him think he's one of their own. You know, with him on oh a construction God. site. This is all bullshit. These people are not one of us. I'm one so of us. So he's eating sirloin steaks. He's eating seafood, lobsters, and stuff like that. Oh, man, I like that kind of protein. That's great. I have to move to Mar-a-Lago. Get me, get me a space there. All I'm right. Done. So anyway, <laughs> so I, I think the key thing is these dialectics of people coming out and throwing random shit out there. I'm done yeah. with that, and people should be. What's powerful about engineering system science is you cannot bullshit people. There's no mm -hmm. bullshit here. It either works or not, you say? Mm -hmm. um, and none of these presidential candidates understand anything. They're all bullshitters. They're professional bullshitters. They have professional bullshit consultants, okay? Mm -hmm. And by the way, they're all Zionists, too. They're Zionists. Uh, yeah. we, we should follow a Zionist diet or a Palestinian one. Should we arm the Palestinians? Should we arm the, the Syrians, the Iranians? I don't know. I mean, what well, should we do? Uh, well, well, let's look, well, it's the, well, look at what the... Well, the United States concept was based on the Declaration of Independence, right? Oh, they, they would hate. They would. They would hate the, the Zionists. John Adams says something about the Jews, like you have to go to Israel and get Christian and democratic liberal there in Israel, but not here. And actually, those Jews voted for John Adams, I think, at the time. There is a quote. Uh, well, uh -huh. There are also well, several well, quotes well, by Jimmy well, Franklin and stuff. Well, it, Israel didn't exist. Palestine existed then. But, but the concept the concept from Martin Luther, I think, that because he hated so much the Jews in Europe uh, and he wanted to ma make some kind of like, well, if Israel is there, go to Israel or something. And I think yeah, there's only out of the 2,500 times Israel is mentioned in the Bible, only one time is it referred to as a physical place. Okay? Exactly, exactly. It didn't right? exist. So, yeah. but the, the more important thing is this, that the United States constitution the fighting all these people did for quote-unquote freedom mm -hmm. it doesn't at all conform to why we're supporting zionism you might as well support nazis then and that's the issue and every presidential candidate has to suck zionist cock as i say that's what they have to do i'm the only presidential candidate who doesn't suck zionist cock and i say that in those vulgar terms because it's very presidential to use those terms because that's great because people need to understand that the United States is now occupied, okay? Of course. The big pharma is occupied by Zionism, all right? The financial system is occupied by Zionism. The Hollywood system of entertainment is occupied by Zionism. Every infrastructure of the United States government has been occupied by Zionism. It does not at all match with the concept of a republic, uh, the constitution, of equal protection clause of the 14th Amendment, because Zionism basically believes one set of people are better than others, that they should And not the, the Christians, they're gagging for them. They're like, yeah, Israel, Israel, bomb those Palestinians, man. Yeah, they're Christian those Zionists. fucking Arabs. And I said, man, but, but that was Palestinian before. I mean, right. the Jews that came from Palestinian, they have Palestinian passports, you fucking moron. And the Christian Zionists, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, because the Armageddon and the... Pff, yeah, so, so the it's, Bible, a, it's a whole Bible view Bible. of... Christianity that itself is only about 200 years old. This stuff is nowhere in the Bible, okay? They made this yeah. shit up. So they got together and they said, okay, we need to create an eschatological view. It's a big term, which means- I mean, Ra and El, the Ugarithic God, because th th those three little letters, amazingly, they match Isis, you know, the moon goddess from Egypt, uh, 
I'm in Ra, or I'm on Ra, that's Ra and El. And if you follow, it's like the sun, the moon, and Saturn or something else. You know, I'm just saying the esoteric, eschatological thing. It's like three religions coming into one, you know, and kind yeah. of fitting well, there in the Middle East for some what reason. I, what I find interesting, Colin, is two of the most fascist, racist, anti-Semitic political ideologies both use the two most sacred symbols from, guess what, Hinduism. Hinduism, yeah, they copy even Brahma, Brahma and yeah. Sarah. Yeah, so Abra Abraham yes. and Sarah. Abraham right. and Sarah comes from Saravakti and, and, and Brahma. 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 The other way around is Abraham, is the right. same. So, in my view, if people really did a lot of the research, it's fascinating yeah. to find that the six pointed star and the swastika is a normal symbol. These are very powerful spiritual symbols used in Hinduism. Exactly. Nazis took the swastika. And the Zionists took the six-pointed star, which is only mentioned once in the Bible again, in Acts, mm -hmm. as a symbol of Renfen, some evil god, you see? So I think people really need to start recognizing that it's time that we really appreciate the people who's a plumber, an electrician, engineers who have to make stuff, okay? Who have to produce stuff because they have to live within the realm of reality and when I mean reality of actual natural laws. And when the educational system doesn't teach people this, they get all lost, okay? Mm -hmm. And what I've attempted to share today, you know, when you look at the immune system or you look at your body as a system or any system, if there's one takeaways, people can say, oh, resilience, that's a powerful concept. So you can apply this to anything. If you have a car, if you have uh, your, your body, you apply anything, political systems, societal systems the health of them is their resilience the ability to be resilient and it's a principle then that principle then lets you uncover other things you say but you start with the foundational principle which is how nature operates anything we have that survived through the evolutionary process was a resilient system otherwise mm -hmm. it got wiped away like like climate change they, they say there's changing of course it's evolving <laughs> So, uh, yeah, CO2 a, and all nitrogen other, and all that is other, bullshit. Yeah, it's a whole other nonsense, okay? The climate so When you become president, you, you're going to put people in America into diet. You're going to close off all the McDonald's, Burger King. You're going to make them do yoga. And then after that, no, I, I, you're going to take them to school to learn and be intelligent. IQ 150, because, my God, just to crack your IQ, I mean, you, you're a busy man in, in that head. That head must be busy all the time. He's like, well, you know, thinking something, huh? Well, Colin, this is what, you know, my theory is that people are, the the systems of education have actually purposely made people dumb, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeding them like the Christian Zionist hoodlums, okay? Bunch of morons, okay? The Christian Zionism itself is an oxymoron. <laughs> no pun intended, right? You know, I don't think Christ would have ever supported any of this butchering, right? But they've taken something like the word Christian and then juxtaposed it to Zionism. You might as well say Nazi Judaism. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or Ju Judaic Nazism, right? Who would ever say that, right? The other interesting thing is that as you watch all this pan out, you're, you're finding all these liberal Zionists take over a lot of the quote-unquote anti-Zionist movements. Mm -hmm. All right? And they're out there saying, cease fire now. Cease. And they've been saying this for 40 years. Ceasefire now is just a buzzword, which means, okay, let Israel go back a little bit, make them look a little good, make us feel less guilty, 
and then go bomb them two years from now, three years from now, mm -hmm. okay? Ceasefire now, in my view, is a bogus slogan if you don't talk about the real slogan and you lead with end the occupation now, end the occupation of America, end the occupation of Palestine. And the liberal Zionists are very upset with the fact that I'm involved in the movement, but I'm talking about the real issue, which is end Zionism. You say defeat Zionism because they, many of them are actually Zionists and they'll say, oh, I'm a Zionist, but I'm pro-Palestinian. Well, really? So why don't you just say you're a Nazi and pro-Jew? These things do not mix. So very, very clever shit is going on right now. Blinken is, uh, has dual nationality too. I mean, yeah, he's an Israeli citizen. That's and a his, conflict of his interest. Grand, his grandfather helped create Israel. Okay? So you have two Zionist hoodlums right there. Okay? And so the issue is who's Blinken working for? Is he working for the American working people? Or is he working for Netanyahu? And I would say it's the latter. And so that's what's happened. All of the American seats of power have been hijacked mm -hmm. by Zionists. This is why every presidential candidate sucks Zionist cock because they have no balls to serve the American working people. Why? Because they're not one of us, Colin. They've never actually started from bottom. You see, they've never really worked hard to build something. They don't, they have trust funds. Their family gave them money. They come from the top. This is why it's mm -hmm. easy for them to support Zionism because they are all Zionists. So America's at a very critical point. And, you know, a guy like me running, it should never be occurring for president, right? And that's why, mm -hmm. Colin, you know, I go to independent journalists like you guys because they are so afraid of me. They're not even mm -hmm. afraid to create a controversy around me. They have to mm -hmm. make me invisible. You see? That's their weapon. Try to make me invisible. But the problem is we got our word out to about 200, you know, about half a billion people all over the world. So I want to tell everyone, um, I got to, I don't know what your schedule is, but I got to um, head out. But here's a model. We, we wrap it up. We wrap it yeah. up. Yeah. I really want to play a quick video for people because I want to talk about the solution. The solution is you. The solution is the individual rec recognizing that they need to individually raise their consciousness, right? Understand these concepts. And it's going to take a little bit of time. But if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? And so the movement that we created, Colin, let me share that with you. Truth, Freedom, mm -hmm. and Health. It's, it's been a 50-year effort separate from the other inventions I've created. But Truth, Freedom, and Health itself is an innovation. It's a movement, okay? It's a movement to educate people how to get educated and not be enslaved. And that's what this is about. So if people go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Are they going to pay tax for that or not? Because I'm a, I'm a tax protester too, as being libertarian. What's that? So you, you're going to eliminate the, the, the tax office, the IRS. You're going to eliminate the Department of Health, Education. Yeah, so my view on the tax stuff. I have a, so do you know uh, before, when Isaac, before Kennedy got into office, the tax rate was like 50%. It was very high. Eisenhower was high too. I no, think. no, corporate yeah. tax. But uh, corporate tax, tax, you mean, yeah? Income tax personally was nearly zero. Okay. Now, why did they do that? The concept was that you you should, you know, you as you, you know, you get more money in your pocket, you're going to spend more, right? But they wanted to tax the corporations more because what happens is corporations were taking the money, profit, and offshoring it. You see? But If you charge a higher corporate tax rate, people pay their employees more. They build out more. They spend more money, right? So, because you want to reduce your tax. 
So let me play this video, by the way. So yeah. people go to truthforhealth.com. This will explain, Colin, what is this movement? It's truthfreedomhealth.com, people. Yeah. Truthfreedomhealth.com. Right. And fundamentally, what we're doing here is just because you have a lot of information, Colin, doesn't mean the world is getting better. A lot of information, ignorance, confusion, people are going to the left or right or complacent or desperation. And then you have these morons who they use to act like they're fighting for you, be it Booby Kennedy, fucker Carlson, all these people. Oh, my well, God, Alex. Alex is there. He's now rooting, rooting for Trump, too, again. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so if you talk to David Knight, he'll tell you Alex hates Trump, but he needs to make money, okay? So he promotes Trump because so the Trumpers will buy his shit, okay? So anyway, he's a well, grifter. Like Carson. Yeah. He was anti-Trump, and now he's going to be his vice, whatever. vice president. Uh, yeah, it's, it, Carlson is part of the intelligence agency, okay? But That's the only way out of really this is to get to wisdom. And wisdom comes from understanding system science. So let me play this video for you. Um, and hopefully your audience will inspire them. So let me play this. Here we go. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves. Because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. No, this no. reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth which is science and without freedom you can't really get to truth and without truth you make up fake problems and fake solutions which means you destroy our health and without health which is the infrastructure of us and our body you can't fight for freedom truth freedom health third concept is it has to be bottoms up working people people who work uniting and what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite that must be communist Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, Forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics. There is a science to it. They lock us down. We should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. 
Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com. So people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Truth, freedom, health. You got to go there, uh, people. And register, and, and you learn a lot of things. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, thrilled, I'm thrilled you've been here at the Colin River Show. Yeah, one I of the things you... we've done, Colin, is go ahead. we yeah. want to make sure, so when people go through this program, it's a community that we've created every Mondays. Um, you know, the course is taught by other graduates, so I don't have to do it anymore, which is good. It's a learn, teach, and serve model. Mm -hmm. Then on Thursdays, we do an open house, and it's typically a 20-hour day for me, right? We actually take real issues and we educate people, like from healthcare to environment, right, and so on. And then uh, on Saturdays, so it's become a whole enterprise. Um, we have leaders that are coming up from all over the world, be it in Spain, Africa, all over, right? We're about a half mm -hmm. a million people. And we've let this organization emerge bottoms up. We didn't create a top-down structure, you see? So based on how people, the meritocracy, right? Um, they become leaders and they bring other people. So it's, it's a global movement. It's an education. It's technology. But it's very, and this is fundamentally the way that the world is going to change. And I've been studying, you know, every political theory you can imagine since I was a four or five year old kid, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's been a life journey independent of the work that I do on, um, you know, politics and all that. I mean, uh, health, you know? So anyway, this there is, you go. Is, so we this, have a this, solution. This is great. Yeah, we have a solution. Um, we have a path, right? And then obviously I'm running for president, which gives people the ability to go participate. They can go get a bumper sticker, AchievaForPresident.com. Get is the bumper sticker, man. Huh? Yeah, people, get the, the bumper sticker yeah. from they, the... Um, they can go to the Shiva for president. No, no, they can go to Shiva for president. 
Ah, Shiva for president. So yeah, you have know. another website. How many yeah. websites do you have? Yeah, well, yeah. we have two. Okay. Truth Freedom Health is really the institute for training, but you can okay. also people overseas can get this bumper sticker, right? So Truth Freedom Health, yeah. get educated or be enslaved. Yeah, ed get educated beyond left and right. Beyond right? left and right. Great. I like that. But the goal is to get people recognizing that they need to understand the dynamic. They have to put a little bit of the scholar piece. And then they also have to be a warrior. We call it the warrior scholar program. Anyway, there you go. I hope that was valuable, Colin. That that was awesome. All right, man. Listening carefully to everything. And like Chesterton said, I read this poem many years ago. I want to wrap it up with these. He taught them loss and watchwords to preach and struggle and pray. But he taught us deep in the hayfield, the games that angels play. And had he stayed here forever, the world would be wise as ours. And the king be cutting capers and the priest be picking flowers. Well, that's how we end up. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Yeah. I think it was about Jesus or something. But anyway, anyways, you know, um, just to wrap it up with something nice. Um, Dr. Shiva, I'm so thrilled and um, looking forward to another session. Some somehow in some way in some moment in the future and where are you are you out of spain now colin I, i'm in portugal i'm like exiled here because oh, spain is too expensive for me now it's like monaco or something so i'm trying to i have a hideout here like batman and the bat cave i said and i'm i'm kind of broadcasting from here and everything by the way on, on sunday i'll be on the alex jones with zagami talking about strange things and strange events oh Hopefully, don't worry, people. You don't have to worry about anything. Don't be preoccupied. This is all a theater. This is all a show. We are actors, like Shakespeare said. And listen to Dr. Shiva. Go to his website, and you'll be happier than ever. I'm, uh, uh, this is a system I like. I like. And it's a combination of the Oriental and, and, and Western system. Perfect. At least people, they can, they can pull out some organized system here that is not politics or the government or whatever. Dr. Shiva. Big cosmic hugs and kisses to everyone Stay there. Here, man. A lot be of well. love and and peace. Take it easy. Bye. Thank you. Be well. Be the light. Thank you. Thanks to you. Thanks a million, man. Thanks a million. Yeah, and John, if you're you listening out there, John, if you can just close out with the campaign video on our end. Thanks, Colin. Be well. Who yeah, would have uh, ever thought be, I'd be I'll running be for president of the United States of America? And I'll be sending you this too again right. before, so you can edit it or whatever. All Guys, right. we're going. Uh, this is Colin Rivers show. Thank I'm Colin well. Rivers, and you're not. Good night and good luck, everyone. Bye. Hang on. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working-class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India. 
to have us fighting each other while they remain safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They've printed trillions for their friends. They've delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people for the working people who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for President.